Welcome to Let Me Ask My Dad, the podcast where I ask my dad some stuff. I am your adult child host, Mel. And I'm your dad's host, John. So, Dad, this week I was curious, uh, what sort of pets did you have when you were a kid? So, um, when I was really young, I remember I had uh, a dog named Missy. The, the earliest one I remember was a dog named Missy. And I couldn't tell you what kind of dog she was. She's kind of like a... Uh, as far as I remember, she's kind of like one of those Toto-looking dogs, like okay. a Karen Terrier, or, or maybe I don't know. Yeah, I think it may have been. So, it was something like that. It was a, probably a mutt of some sort. When I was a child, um, almost all my dogs were either named Missy or Peanuts. I, I was a real creative child, I guess, because yeah. when I was small, I would name them Missy or Peanuts, not Peanut, but the plural Peanuts. <laughs> uh, Multiple. So yeah, so I I I don't remember. I don't I don't remember a lot about Missy other than I th- I believe she was hit by a car. Uh and and I I knew she was a hit by a car. So then and I I must have been really upset or something cuz then we got another so then the next dog which I don't believe there's one in between. Th- these are all when I was really young, so mm-hmm. it's really hard to remember. Uh under 10, you know, um so the second dog's uh, was a pointer. I remember that. And uh, guess what her name was? Was it Missy? Yeah, it was Missy. Yeah. So my second dog's <laughs> name was also Missy. And uh, um, and then at some point, uh, my my dad took Missy to go live on a farm. Ah. Um, to you know to go run and play with the other dogs because it just wasn't wasn't good for where we were at. So I'm assuming that that Missy was also hit by a car because it was a very immediate sort of, yeah, yeah. We had to take Missy to a farm. It was better for, her. you know, she's just too big. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, and then I found out years later that, you know, that's, that's the universal thing that you tell children yep. when their dog has died is that, you, and they didn't see it is that you took it to a farm mm-hmm. and now they get to play with the farm animals and they just love it. Yeah. Um, and that, then, I don't think that would work nowadays because then you'd be like, well, where are pictures from the farm? <laughs> Can't yeah. you have the farmer well, text us pictures? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that, yeah, I guess it doesn't work now. I guess they just, I don't know what they tell you now. And then my next dog after that was named Peanuts. Mm-hmm. I think there was another Peanuts in between there, but I don't remember. Because I know I have, I know I have seen a picture of you and Peanuts. I assume that was just yeah. one dog, but you had multiple Peanuts. I think there might have been two Peanuts. I think there was a Peanuts before that one. There wasn't a Peanuts after. I think there was a Peanuts after that or be- before that one. I'm not sure. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, because the picture, the picture I'm thinking of was like a little brown dachshund-looking thing. Right. Yeah, he was kind of an odd. He was a mud of some sort. He must have had dachshund him because he was shaped like a dachshund, but far too big for a dachshund. Yeah. I mean, he was like he was he was a he was a decent sized dog, but was shaped like a dachshund. And he was a great dog. I mean, he was you know very friendly, kind of dumb. Um, you know, kind of dogs I like. And, uh, and <laughs> dopey. Uh, he, he was. You like dopey dogs. Dopey dogs. Yeah. So and, and I mean, he just was around me all the time. And, and and there's pictures of that dog. Mm-hmm. So I, I know remem- that one well, existed. I, right. I remember him a lot more because I was at that age where I was. Now I can I remember better back to that point. And I, you know, that dog was around me all the time. So I uh, so I remember I remember that peanuts. Now, how he died, I don't remember. 
I don't think he went to a farm, <laughs> uh, but I, he just got old, I think, and just eventually died. Mm-hmm. And and that was the last dog we had for a while. And then you know I had uh, uh, gerbils, mm-hmm. uh, horrible animals. Uh, just <laughs> I've never had animals. one. Yeah. yeah, as a child, I decided you know, there was that gerbil thing. You know, somebody at school had a gerbil. Now I mm-hmm. wanted a gerbil, but they bit you. And then if you had two of them, one of them died. The other one would eat the other one. You'd come down and you'd come down to go feed the gerbils, and you know, just horrible animals. So uh, never had a hamster, just gerbils. I had a friend who had a rabbit. I never had a rabbit. And then you know, fish. Fish aren't really pets, though. Yeah, they're like fish starter pets. pets. They're- they're not even they're not even pets. They're just things in your house. They're art. They're <laughs> swimming art or something like that. They're not pets. There's something you have to feed, but you don't pet your fish. Your your fish is not a companion. When I uh, was uh it would have been mid 20s I think. I got myself a, a betta fish for my birthday uh mm-hmm. cuz it was I I wanted to have a pet and I'm like, "Oh, I could I could handle a fish." And then after like two years it died and i was so upset because i thought i killed my fish i'm like oh it was so young i killed this fish i'm a horrible pet parent and then i googled it and that was the normal lifespan of a baby yeah fish yeah <laughs> fish don't live that long so yeah i fish are kind of a weird pet because you know there's the weird pets and i went through a couple of the weird pets mm-hmm. which we'll get into in a little bit but uh but then af- after that we, we had cats um, I know it's odd. I had cats as a kid because I don't have cats now, um, and I wouldn't. But we had uh, we. Had, I think the first one we got was Stormy. Classic named her cat Stormy, name. and uh, she was an indoor outdoor cat, and she would just disappear for like two weeks. The first time she did it, we were like, "I guess well, we don't have a cat she anymore." Must, she must have got killed, you know. <laughs> and then two weeks later, she's come strolling down the street like she never left. So I think she had multiple families, you know, like those those guys you hear about that have families in like different states. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's what she was doing was she'd go live with her other family for a couple of weeks and then she'd come back to us. But she was very independent. And then uh, and then we got uh, two more cats, um, Floyd and Girl. Girl had a lot of names, though. I don't even know what her original name was, but... Um, I we we all called her girl, and my mom said that her her real name was little baby cutie face Matilda poop to dupe, but we never we called her baby every once in a while, but girl was most her Floyd is her a name. very interesting name for a cat, and I appreciate and that. Floyd was her brother, I believe. They looked the same, only Floyd was like three times her size. My favorite thing is when pets have normal human names, especially (laughs) men names. Like, I have a friend who has a dog named Kevin, and I think it's the greatest thing ever. So it's funny you bring that up, because when I was a kid, the people who lived across the street, their daughter was several years older than me. I think she was in, like, high school when I was in elementary school. So she would babysit me, Mm -hmm. uh, Marianne. And her brother... Who, who, her older brother was still living at home and he had a friend who came in from out of town and stayed there with him for a week and he had this little uh dog a, a little to- toto dog mm-hmm. a little karen terrier looking dog and his name was mike <laughs> and i just <laughs> he would go hey mike and then this little dog would come running in all excited and i just thought that was the coolest thing when i was a kid i just thought it was hilarious that i was like i always want a dog named mike now mike. 
I would love I, to see a dog named like Kyle or something like that. Like Kyle. a little Kevin, Chihuahua named Kyle would Kyle. be hilarious. Kyle to and me. Kevin, Kevin are good ones, and I, you know, I I don't want to jump ahead right now to my present dogs, um, but I have a dog named Ed. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so uh, and Ed Ed kind of he's kind of Ed like. I mean, he just <laughs> yeah. So and I don't know if people around think it's it's totally normal to us mm-hmm. that his name is Ed, but. So, but with the cats, the, the, you know, so you have, have Floyd and girl, Floyd and girl. And then, um, I met Floyd was dumb as a rock. I remember he broke his leg jumping out of a tree, uh, leaping after a bird. <laughs> he used to bring home dead things to us all the time. And he'd leave them on the porch and sit next to him and wait for us to see him. And he'd be sitting there all proud. Like, look what I brought you. I brought you a squirrel's head. I mean, one day it was just a squirrel's head sitting there. <laughs> so yeah, he, he was an interesting character. He was pretty dumb. And uh, he, he, you know, he he'd get too close to girl, and she would just smack him. And uh, yeah, it was funny. And then uh, uh, after that is when uh, I was getting into the teenage years. Then uh, um, we had um, we had a a, a red Doberman uh, who was afraid of everything, including the well, the vacuum. I guess all, a lot of dogs are afraid of vacuums. Was yeah. afraid of laundry baskets. Ooh, cool. I don't know why. Um, and uh, her name was Brandy. Then I got married and moved out of the house and, you know, took no pets with me. And that was to your mom. Yeah. Didn't, and then I feel like y'all had a cat for a little while when uh, either when I was very little or before I was born, because I remember hearing stories about that. And then, no, we never got another cat because allergies. So before you were born, uh, first, OK, so we were right at that right. You know, when you're. um you know when you're in your early 20s mm-hmm. and you're completely stupid? Yes. Uh, so when we were in our early 20s and completely stupid, and that, you know, when you do the real dumb things, mm-hmm. uh, we, we you know go to pets. Whenever you went to the mall, you always stop by the pet store. Yeah. And um, they had the big cockatoos. Uh-huh. Not cockatiel, not the little one. The Cockatoos, big the big white ones, the big white birds. Uh-huh. So Did they had this one. you buy a large scary bird? Yes, we did. So I'm we, afraid of so, indoor birds, by the way. Birds should be outside. If they're inside, I'm not interested right, in them. Right. So we bought this. They, you know, they talked us into buying this white bird, and we thought, "Oh, this is great." And you know, one of many stupid. Oh things yeah, we we're did. gonna keep. We're gonna keep a tiny dinosaur trapped in our house. Right. Right. Yeah. One of my many poor decisions. Um, so we got this. We get this bird home, and and it's gigantic. You mm-hmm. know, and it's not very friendly at all. We find out. <laughs> so it's not like it's gonna sit on your your on on your shoulder like you know like a pirate or something Mm -hmm. it's not friendly at all and apparently it had been in that pet store for a very long time because it didn't talk Mm because these are birds that can talk so we're trying to teach it to talk and it didn't talk it barked (laughs) it made dog barking noises (laughs) a horrible animal we hated it i mean it was mean and it barked and uh and we we ran across somebody I, I don't know how long we had it, but we ran across somebody who was like, oh, man, I'd love to buy that bird. And I'm like, what do you give me for it? Like, if I give you $750, you know, I saw one in the store for a thousand. I think we bought it for like four or five hundred. Mm-hmm. So we made money on it. Nice. But hated that bird. And then after that is when we got that cat you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It was before Alex was born. Um, when was that? Yeah, it was before Alex was born. Uh, although we have the cat one. Yeah, we had that cat when after Alex was born, but he was just a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was name was Snag. 
Snag. And snag. And uh, when I, we ended up giving it to your grandmother, your mom's mom. Mm-hmm. I think it's when I went off to the Air Force. So I think, I don't know if it was just before that when. Hmm, that must have been an older maybe cat because I never met moved that cat and, and Mugga kept cats forever. Uh, it might have. No, I'm sure that it. I'm sure that it. It died before you were old enough to really remember, because she had. She already had a cat, and then yeah. we had Snag. Because I remember and then she took Snag. Her cats when I was growing up, they were Sasha and then Princess, I think. Yeah. So Sasha and Snag. Sasha was the older one because mm-hmm. Sasha and Snag lived together in her house at one point. But I can't remember why exactly she went to go live with with her. And I thought it was something had something to do with when I left for the Air Force. Yeah, it could have also and been we couldn't allergies. Take her. I have no idea. Yeah, because I know with my, your mom, my, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have I don't have cat allergies. Yeah, so. my biological mother is very allergic to cats. Oh, OK. So that might have been it. Yeah. So. uh and then after that, I, uh, well, when you were kids, I know that, um, we that had fish. Alex, my brother had some, had some unique naming conventions for fish. Right. Right. We had that, we had a great big, well, not great big, it wouldn't be big now, but it was big back then, uh, a big, um, aquarium. And, um, actually we put some, f- we, we, well, we had kind of unusual fish in there anyway. We had a catfish in there mm-hmm. that we got that when it was really small and it grew up pretty big. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alex named that one Holy Cow. <laughs> so that fish's name was Holy Cow. And I can't remember what he named the other fish, but I do remember Holy Cow. I thought that there was like a crawfish or something weird like that that he named Lobster or something along the lines of that. Could be. We did, ha- we did, have, uh, we did have some crayfish in there. Um. We had like three different levels. We had things that hung out in the bottom and then things that hung out in the middle and things that hung out at the top. Mm-hmm. So I think we had some snails in there too. I, I, I really don't remember. But holy cow, eventually um, we released him into a lake. I mean, he got huge. And, <laughs> and he uh, probably up, died in that lake. Probably died in that lake, but he was getting old <laughs> anyway. But he got really big. He went, so he, we put him, he went to a farm. <laughs> he went to a farm. Yeah. Fish farm. Yeah, because I think so, after after that for a very long time, you didn't have any pets. Because I know that me and Alex I didn't, have didn't have any pets other than fish until uh, we moved in with my stepdad and we had a few dogs. Although I do remember when we when we first had dogs, so we had a golden retriever named Pfeiffer. And I think at this time we also had a St. Bernard named Ben. And we would go visit you for the summer. And I remember us being very upset that you didn't have a pet. So I insisted you get a Furby. That's right. That's yeah. That's the only pet we had. Yeah, because I I was like I can't. You know, as much as I wanted a dog, uh, I knew that I could not. I I didn't have you enough didn't have time, the time to, to take care of them. Yeah. To get to give the dog the attention that it needs because dogs need a lot of attention. They do. I mean, you should really be giving a dog a lot of attention, because you know that's just how it is. It's a symbiotic relationship with dogs, and you know. In fact, I was just talking to somebody about this. Yes, I might have been talking to Audrey about it yesterday. Uh, about how you know dogs are no it wasn't audrey somebody else um how dogs we've domesticated dogs to the point where they cannot survive without humans Mm -hmm. so you know stray dogs they seem like they're surviving in the wild but they're actually feeding off of things that humans leave behind so Mm -hmm. if humans disappear the dogs will die shortly after that because they can't hunt anymore Mm -hmm. that's all been bred out of them for the most part um cats can survive but dogs can't so 
you know, dogs, I mean, they're really attached to their humans. So, mm-hmm. and I knew that. So, uh, um, and I knew that, you know, I just, I didn't have the time, you know, I, I went on TDYs and deployments. I just, there, I just, I, it wasn't right for me to have a dog. Yeah. So I convinced you to buy a Furby or maybe Alex yeah. did. I'm pretty sure it was me. Because eventually, after a few weeks, you were like, this is your Furby now. Take it home with you. Yeah. I remember it waking waking up in the middle of the night. And it would just start making all kinds of noise in the middle of the night. And I picked... So I picked it up and I put it in the freezer. That You did that? <laughs> I did that. Because you couldn't hear it through the freezer. And I figured eventually it would get so cold that it would stop working. Until it thought out. I, I didn't realize that because back in Alaska when I had that Furby, at one point Alex put it in the freezer. And I'm guessing he must have gotten that idea from you. He probably you. got it from me because. <laughs> and then I took it out of the freezer and I looked, I took it out of the freezer and I looked at him and I'm like, why didn't you just take the batteries out? Because he had to have a screwdriver. It wasn't like a simple clip off thing. It was one yeah. where the screwdriver, you had to screw in the battery thing. Yeah, but and the, it freezer, the, the freezer was right next to the junk drawer that had the screwdriver in it. Well, I woke up in the middle of the night. I was tired. I had to get back to sleep. So I just picked it up and threw it in the freezer and shut the door. That was that was the quickest solution and went back to bed. Uh, so, yeah, that. Yeah. So I had no pets. And I mean, yeah. you had you went you went through quite a few dogs. Yeah, we had a few dogs. So it would have been when I was eight or nine that we moved in. So we had a golden retriever named Pfeiffer. Then we adopted a, uh, a St. Bernard named Ben, who was very young. And then one summer when I was visiting you. Ben died of bloat. Mm-hmm. He was pretty young when he died. And then we got a, uh, I think after that was when we got the first Great Dane, whose name, uh, whose name, his official AKC name was Laredo's Celtic Warlord. We called him Warrior or War. And he was the biggest, dopiest dog ever. So he had a weird name in war. And then we got an English bulldog and I got to name the bulldog. And this was right around the time Lord of the Rings came out. So I decided to name him Frodo. And uh, my bio mom and stepdad were like, why are you naming him Frodo? And I'm like, well, because he has furry feet. And of course, they're like, it's a dog. The whole thing is furry. But we had an English bulldog named Frodo. And then when uh, the Great Dane War died, we ended up adopting his son, who was named Riddle because they didn't think that the mother dog was pregnant. She was just having some issues. They took her into the vet, and the vet was like, oh, they have one puppy. And so we adopted that puppy. You know, and, and that's a good example of how you should always let your children name the dogs. Yeah, it's way more fun. If you have, if you, if you have small children, you should let them name the dogs. Now, you might end up with a dog named Missy or Peanuts or Frodo. But, <laughs> or Frodo, yeah. But that's but... okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, so I had, uh, you know, that, that almost the rest of my time in the Air Force, I... You know, I, w- I was single and I was going around and and on deployments and stuff, so I I didn't have any pets. Yeah, because you didn't um, have a, you didn't have any pets again until you moved to Vegas. And then yeah, then when I met um, Audrey and we got married, um, she already had two dogs, so she had Nacho and Daisy, mm-hmm. and uh, which I believe were both named by the kids when they were younger. Uh, because Nacho was actually named after it was around. They got him around the time that. That movie was out with Jack Black, Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre. Yeah, so that's <laughs> how Nacho that. got his name. I'm not sure how Daisy got her name, but but Nacho, um, I, I don't know about Daisy, but I know um, you know Nacho on all of our dogs have been rescues. So yeah. uh, Nacho was a rescue. They, I guess he he was. They got him. He was. They found him in an abandoned house. You know, people who had um, 
gone into foreclosure and they just up and left their house and they left mm-hmm. Nacho behind. Aww. And they when they found him, he was he was in the house eating newspaper. So um, well, that's sad because Nacho was such a sweet dog. So then we got him, and he became the most spoiled dog on the planet. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, like there all were blankets for him on every single couch. Right. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, and yeah, and he was he was a you know dopey goofball. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, we had Nacho, and he. Let's see. Nacho died when we were. Um, oh wait, bef- before that, um, then that's when we ended up get uh, Gigi fell fell into our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gigi's a, uh, a little uh, Nacho uh, was a male Chihuahua something mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gigi is a small female. This I don't know if she's all Chihuahua. She might be. She's mostly Chihuahua. I would say she's mostly Chihuahua. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, she she kind of looks like an old fat Taco Bell dog. Right. Yeah, she does. So well, she's fat because we got her fat because that's what happens when you come to our house. <laughs> yep. Uh, so she her uh, um, she's been spoiled her entire life because her original owner uh, went into a coma. Her original owner, who was super spoiled, her mm-hmm. um, went into a coma, and they didn't think she was going to come out of it. So uh, the people who lived across the street from that woman. Uh, they were watching Gigi, and it just happens to be the girlfriend of a guy who uh, knew Audrey and Audrey's mom from pottery classes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we we met Gigi out at a park, and this was was this this was right after I retired from the Air Force, so I was at home. Okay, uh, I hadn't gotten a new job yet, and uh, and so I was home all day with Gigi, and so we so we met her at a park. And we're like, yeah, you know, we'll take her. And then like a few days later or a little while later, the woman died anyway. So she wasn't coming back for her dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, but they told us, well, you know, she only eats people food. You know, she fed her at the table, you know, all this other stuff. So, well, you know, she'll start eating dog food. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Audrey's going off to work and and she. So she took on to Audrey because she was used to women mm-hmm. and not used to men. She lived with an old woman and was not around men. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't too keen on men at all at the beginning. So, And I'm the only one home with her, just trying to baby her, and she won't come near me. Mm-hmm. So she's sitting on a couch, and I'm sitting on another couch, and I'm calling her Gigi Sweetie and all this other stuff. And it took her, and then Audrey would come home from work, and she'd get all excited and go to Audrey. But she didn't like me at all. And she would howl during the day. Can you imagine Gigi howling? Yeah. She, be very she would cute. howl. Yeah. So she would howl. I mean, you never see her do that. So, uh, and she was just, I mean, she was sad. You know, she mm-hmm. lost, you know, she, she was in this new house. She didn't know these people. There's this guy there with her all day long <laughs> and uh, who keeps trying to, you know, is trying to be nice to her, but, you know, this creepy dude. So, uh, so uh, eventually after a couple of weeks, she started warming up to me. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of weird to hear that story now. Because she's total daddy's girl now. Yeah. I mean, she's, you know, she's my dog. And, uh, but now she's, you know, she's, uh, she's lost a lot of her teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, she's lost uh, all of her hearing. She, yeah, she's completely deaf now. And, uh, but she's our, she's our, our little fat baby girl. So, and yeah, she's, she's a little chubby. She's a little, she's a little piglet. And, uh, so then, uh, yeah, Nacho died, uh, um, what f- five years ago? Is it mm-hmm. five years now? He, he died about five years ago. Yeah, he, he just got old. Yeah, and then and then uh, 
Wasn't that a, then around we, the same time you got Ruby? That um, I think we got. Did we have Ruby? I think we got Ruby after that, and Ruby was Joe's dog. And then Joe, when Joe moved up to uh, um, Wyoming, um, Audrey just talked him into giving us Ruby because he he just he wasn't going to have the time to take care of her, and, mm-hmm. and Audrey just loved Ruby. So, and Ruby was getting old too. So we had Ruby for a few years, and then you know she died because she was old. She was she was old when Joe got got her. Yeah. And then uh, Ruby died, and then pro- it was only a month later after that is when um, when Daisy died. So all we had left was Gigi. So mm-hmm. um, so we started after that started looking going to the the rescue dog places and checking those places you know checking out the dogs there and you know I kept finding you know these little dogs that you know came in pairs you know they mm-hmm. were and. Uh, that I wanted, but I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then finally, we went out there one day, and um, um, Aud- I, Audrey and Nick really wanted to get a bigger dog mm-hmm. again, you know, kind of like Ruby. And uh, so we were there, and we're looking at all these dogs, and we kept walking past Ed, and Ed's being super chill. He's just laying in this cage because they had the little cages. It was outside, mm-hmm. and the you know the cages there, and he was just laying there checking people, wa- checking us out, walking back and forth, and all the other dogs are going ape shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're looking at this one that was real cool, um, and it was an Australian Shepherd, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, "Do you have any other dogs?" Because we're like, "Oh, we you know, we might want to get him out and you know play with him a little bit and see." And and uh, they said, "Do you have any other dogs?" And I said, "Yeah." And they said, "Are, are they big dogs?" I said, "No, we have a little Chihuahua." And uh, they said, "Oh, he'll eat her." <laughs> So we said, okay, we're not getting this dog. And uh, then we saw, then we walk up to Ed, and he's just sitting there checking us out, being super chill, just laying down. And then, you know, he gets up and looks at us, and, and we're like, hey, what's, you know, what's the deal with this one? And they're like, um, you know, we're not really sure what the deal is. He's been brought back a couple of times, but he's super friendly, and he's good with other dogs, and he's just a really nice guy. So we pulled him out. And, you know, I, I want to... I want to think that this is Ed, and I want to think that Ed is is might have been the runt of the litter, mm-hmm. because he doesn't have a full tail. He has this little stub of a tail that's kind of crooked at the end, mm-hmm. and he's he's just he's he's got this hair like a he almost has a hair like a golden retriever, but he's a lab mix of some sort, mm-hmm. and he's got this really um, narrow rib cage like an Irish setter, and uh, so we pulled him out, and he's super friendly, and we brought Gigi out there with us, and. Uh, uh, we came back and brought Gigi out with us, and uh, and he was fine with Gigi, and and everything was good, and so we said, okay, we're getting Ed, and he was you know super friendly and just a nice guy, and I just I think he went to two homes, he went to two homes that had other dogs, because mm-hmm. uh, there was a thing in his thing about that they had a a, a dog room, so I'm guessing these dogs just and, and and they had all these toys and stuff, and him and another dog got in a fight over a toy, so they brought him back. And I think he went to two homes that just didn't provide him with the amount of attention and love that he needed. Mm-hmm. And and we have no problem with that. That's just what we do. Yeah. So so he worked out perfect with us. And him and um, you know he he wants to be Gigi's friend. Gigi doesn't want to be anybody's friend. Um, <laughs> she's Gigi doesn't think she's a dog. So mm-hmm. she's like she's you know offended by by Ed. So <laughs> and, and and she makes sure that he knows that she's in charge. That there's, you know, and he's cool with that. So, uh, so yeah, so the uh, Audrey and, and Nick named him Eddie Money. 
So so we just call him Ed already. Nice. And he's just the happiest uh, goofball. But good boy. He's a good dog. Yeah, because after, uh, after I moved out of your place and moved to Washington, didn't have any pets for a very long time. And uh, a house I, I was living at where we had a bunch of roommates, we did have... One roommate who was only there for a couple of months who had a, a tiny little dog. I think it was like a toy poodle or something like that. But they didn't really let us play with the dog very much. So I don't count that. And then I had the fish that I said died that I thought I killed. And then I just decided that I wanted to adopt a cat because I was hoping I didn't have cat allergies. <laughs> uh, so I went and uh, and adopted this cat, Tessie. She was named Tessie at the uh, at the place and... I never changed her name because I was too lazy to. And then I figured out that one of her bad habits was chewing on electrical cords. So I would just tell people I named her after Nikola Tesla. Ah, there you go. <laughs> that's that's the story behind her name. And she was a little <laughs> old lady when I when I adopted her. You met her. She was the yeah. she was the friendliest cat ever. She loved everybody. Yeah, super friendly. Uh, and then she ended up dying of cancer last summer. And I was very sad. And I was like, okay, well... The excuse I've been giving myself for not getting a dog was I can't have a dog if I have a self-feeding cat, which is what Tessie was. And at the time I was unemployed, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to adopt a dog and then I'll figure it out. And so this was in the middle of uh, like height COVID, uh, peak COVID. So the animal shelter was doing appointments only. So I finally got an appointment in there. The night before they had posted a French bulldog. So I'm like, yes, I'm going to go in and see this French bulldog already adopted by the time I got there. So I saw this other dog, um, I think she was like a yellow lab mix or something like that. Her name was Roxy, and she came into the room and she was terrified of me and would not go anywhere near me. <laughs> and so the the people who worked at the shelter were like, okay, well, what are you looking for? And so I told them, and they're like, okay, well, we have this one dog, his name's Buddy, we're going to bring him in and see what you like. He came in, immediately rushed to me and started playing, and so I adopted him, and then I named yeah. him Magnus, and now I have Magnus. Yeah who is yep. currently sleeping on my bed. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't see him this time. So, yeah, he's, yeah, he's currently asleep on my bed, because that is that is what he does when he is tired. I, I know Audrey's been looking a little bit about getting a third one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, it's funny, because I, you know, I, I see these seniors, and I'm like, oh, I so want to adopt a senior. But mm-hmm. at the same time, man, I just have, you know, that it's I know hard. they're not going to be around very long. It's tough. Yeah. So. Well, I was I was looking at like uh, I was looking at dogs who were around five years old when I was looking at dogs because I wanted one that wasn't a puppy so it would have low energy and and also be kind of chill and trained and everything but I didn't want a senior dog because I had just lost my senior cat because Tessie I only had for like four or five years before she died and then they brought me Magnus I absolutely fell in love with him without asking any questions and then turns out he was only like a year old so now I basically oh, okay. have a puppy yeah. I think Ed was Ed's Ed was three when we got him, or real close to three when we got him. So mm-hmm. he was already mostly out of his puppy stuff. And you know, he's a very well-behaved dog. I mean, mm-hmm. he goes out and barks every once in the neighbors, but, you know, he's just here to protect us. Yeah. You know, he barks when the mailman comes to the door. But it's just, it's a protection thing. He's so attached to us that, and he's super attached to Audrey. Mm-hmm. So you know, when she's gone, he just, he's all bummed out. Yeah. So when she went up to Wyoming for a week and a half, it took him a couple of days to realize that she wasn't coming back home anytime soon. And I think he got used to, I think he just got to the point where he's like, well, I guess she's not coming back anymore. That's it. Mm-hmm. She's gone. Because when she came home, he was like, what the hell are you doing here? And then yeah. flipped out, you know? So 
Well, I get I get so paranoid because my because Tessie obviously I adopted and then Magnus I adopted from a shelter, and I had this fear with Tessie where when I would go out of town I would board her and I'd be like, oh, I'm so scared she's gonna think that I'm putting her up for adoption again because she was in a shelter for like six months before I adopted her, um, and I don't think I would have that issue with Magnus because I take him to doggy daycare and it's also the same place that I'll board him when I eventually do boarding with him so he already knows the staff and stuff so I think he'll probably be chill about it but that's that's like my big fear that I'm I'm going to take them for boarding when I when I go on vacation or something and my dog's going to think that I abandoned them. Yeah, I I really worry about that with Ed. I, I, shortly after we well, I guess it wasn't shortly after we got Ed. It was when we came up to visit you, we probably had Ed for you didn't have Ed yet. Eight months. Yeah, we had Ed. You did? Yeah. I could have swore so probably, the entire... I could have swore the last time you visited Audrey was just looking for dogs and you hadn't adopted no, Ed No, no, it wasn't when we came to visit you. It's when we... No, it was when we came to visit you last. Because I don't we think had you had Ed yet. Because I'm pretty sure you adopted an Ed a couple of weeks after uh, after you came to visit me. So did we not... Okay, so it must have been before we went to... It must have been when we went to Hawaii. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because um, Hawaii, Hawaii was the was was well, after we went and visited you. I think no. so. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. remember. So, so it maybe was either, Audrey was looking for a third dog when you were here. I don't remember. I can't remember. But we went on a vacation somewhere in October, mm-hmm. about nine months after we got Ed, and so he went over and stayed at um, Audrey's mom's grandma house. Audrey's house. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Ed and. Gigi went over there and mm-hmm. but that was that was a thing where he already knew her he knew her well he knows that's grandma grandma gives me treats and takes care of me and he <laughs> loves grandma and uh, so does Gigi so uh so he was plenty comfortable there so he wasn't he wasn't freaked out about it but mm-hmm. yeah well, if we would have put him into boarding we have to have somebody else watch him because we yeah I'm, I'm just concerned about putting either one of them into boarding because mm-hmm. we have options where we don't have to yeah so uh, you know, and, and I, what I found is I, I think that most rescue dogs um, are are in foster or in um, in shelter, not because there was something wrong with them, but because there was something wrong with the people who had them. Because there's obviously nothing wrong with Ed. And he went through two different families before he got in three years. He went through two different families before he got to us. And he you know, but we give him tons of attention and tons of love and take lots of love from him and, you know, let him do his thing. And he's a very good dog. And I, and I think it was just that he was with families who just didn't want to love love on him all the time. Yeah, so. I think that was probably the case with Magnus, too. So I got him from uh, from basically the local animal animal rescue like the the county animal rescue so they didn't have a ton of information on him the information they had was he was about one year old and the other family uh put him up for uh real or um what's the word not released um they they basically put him up for adoption because they had a small child and they said that he wasn't getting along with the small child what I'm guessing happened is Magnus is very excited, and sometimes when mm-hmm. he's excited, he jumps on people, and they didn't right. realize that big dogs sometimes are too big for children. Yes. So yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that's what happened, because Magnus, like they said, he might have been protective or something like that. I've never seen him be protective, uh, 
like aggressive protective or anything like that. I'm pretty sure the issue they had was they got a dog without realizing how big the dog was going to be and they didn't have the patience to train him. Yeah, I think with that, a lot of it was, you know, I'm sure he was a lot wilder when he was a puppy. Mm hmm. And, uh, you know, like puppies are. Mm -hmm. And it was just people who couldn't handle puppies. I, I'm sure that, you know, when he was originally got, it was one of those things where somebody, oh, a puppy, you know, you know, how people are, you know, some people are like, oh, I'd love to have a puppy. And, and then they get a puppy because it's cute. And then they get a little bit older and they're no longer interested in it anymore. Yeah, I would never uh, adopt a puppy and I would never adopt a kitten because I do not have the patience for those small little monsters. They're very right. cute, but I do not have the time or patience to do like full on training. Yeah, you have to train them. Yeah. And then I think, you know, the second family, we saw the thing in his paperwork about, you know, that he got in a fight with one of their smaller dogs, which, and I, I think over a toy, which isn't going to happen in our house because, like I said, Gigi doesn't know she's a dog, so she doesn't play with toys. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, she looks at Ed playing with toys and she's like, what's wrong with you? So, so they're not going to fight over toys. So, and I, you know, I think it, and that was the one with the dog. You know, they talked about the dog room that they would leave them on. They would be in there all day. The dogs would all be together in the dog room. So they would be enclosed in one space all together. Mm -hmm. So I just, it just leaves me to believe that they just didn't provide enough attention to their dogs. Mm -hmm. And Ed just, I mean, Ed wants, Ed wants to protect you or feel like he's protecting you in some sort of way with his bark. Mm -hmm. And uh, although he's super friendly to people who come in. Um, and I think he just, he just, he wants to give a lot of love. Yeah. And that's, and, and you have to allow him to do that. Mm -hmm. And, and Audrey's real cool about that. Cause she gets him up on her, on her lap. Mm -hmm. Like he's a little dog <laughs> and they're just, I mean, He's, he's, he's a big dog. When I first got Magnus, he was like 30 or 40 pounds and he would, he would lap dog with me uh, a lot, but now he's like 60 pounds and he realizes that I wiggle too much while he's on my lap. So he's given up on that and he'll just sit next to me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you know, dogs, I, I think most dogs just want a lot of love mm -hmm. and you got, you know, as long as long as you can give it to them, they'll you know they'll they'll, they'll I, most dogs will be good for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've never had a problem. I mean, other people's dogs when I go visit their houses, and you know I, you know immediately go up to their dog and like, hey buddy, what's up? And you know start, you know rubbing on them and stuff. Then their dogs love me. Yeah. So it's just dogs. Dogs like attention and love, and they want to give attention and love. So. Well, I think we've talked about all of our pets. Yeah, I covered all of them that I can remember. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I haven't had any other types of pets. I have, however, wanted a snake because I think snakes are cool. But then I realized what you have to feed snakes, which is dead mice. And that makes me sad. So I will not get a snake. You can feed them live mice if you want. Yeah, that'll make me sadder. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the issue is that I can't feed a snake something that doesn't look like a dead animal. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like if I could get a vegan snake, I'd be down. But I don't think that exists. Uh, one last thing. Did I ever tell you I, I uh, got to met, meet and touch uh, Alice Cooper's pet python? No, I years wasn't aware. Well, I wasn't aware that Alice Cooper had a pet python, but that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it, it was back before your brother was born and we were living in Michigan. And your mom was the manager at a Taco Bell that was in, in Plymouth, Michigan. I think it was Plymouth. And it was next door to a pet shop. Mm -hmm. And we went over there one day and we're talking to the guy and he goes, hey. You want, you want to see Alice Cooper's python? We're like, yeah. So he took us in the back because I guess he would board it there when he was out on the road. 
And uh, I can't remember the Python's name, like Precious or something like that. I mean, someone's going to ding me for this because I should know it. But um, and so we went back there and we saw it, and I got to to touch this giant python. And uh, that I didn't was it. realize Alice Cooper was from Michigan or lived in Michigan. M- Alice Cooper, well, he now lives in Phoenix, and I I think he may have lived in Michigan. He he kind of he kind of refers to Detroit as home. He had to have lived in Michigan if he was if he was boarding his snake there. Well. Yeah, that 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 could be. I mean, he always had his Halloween show in Detroit, and and he was uh, uh and he claim he he claims to be from from Detroit, but I, I don't believe he was born there. Mm-hmm. But I know now he lives he lives in in the Phoenix area. Mm-hmm. Uh, big time golfer, did you know that? He's a really good golfer. No, so, which is crazy. <laughs> You'd think was crazy, yeah. So <laughs> okay, that's my claim well. to fame. I met, I I met Alice Cooper's snake. Well, that is all the time we have for this week's episode. Uh, Our intro and outro music is Catch Up by Ben Lebowitz. We are online pretty much everywhere at AskDadCast or using the hashtag AskDadCast. We would appreciate if you shared with your friends, liked, subscribed, all that good stuff. And have a great day. Have a good day. Go snuggle with your pets.